Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? Welcome to this episode of Shoplifting. I'm Liv Siddle and I'm here today with Jane Penny and David Carrier of Tops. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you two today? Pretty good. We flew to London today. How are you feeling? Jet lagged? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, where did you fly from? Montreal and Toronto. Great. We did a double flight. They let us stay in Toronto for a whole day. Oh, that's nice. Did yeah. you do some sightseeing? Yeah, I saw the rain. Oh, shit. <laughs> and some thunder. That's nice. I hid in a McDonald's for a while. Always. But then I was like, then I was like, frig it. I'm going to run to the place I'm staying and I got soaked. <laughs> well, at least it's sunny here on a very rare hot day in London. Have you guys been to London a lot before? A few times. Yeah? Do you yeah. like it? I do, yeah. Brooklyn is fun. Yeah, it's a nice place, isn't it? It's busy. It's fun. It's um, a happening town. It's a happening town. Um, so I guess you're here partly because you're playing an in-store tonight in the shop, but also um, because we're celebrating your new album, Sugar at the Gate, which is out. What day is it out? Uh, June 2nd. And well, I think it's out June 9th. That's like tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, okay. But I think that I saw it on the shelves here. So if people want an advanced copy. I saw. It's got some fantastic artwork. Who did the artwork for it? Uh, it's a, a gentleman named Devin White. Wow. Who's based out of Montreal. Cool. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, because um, I was going to ask you about this kind of thing anyway, with your band, you have some really good album artwork and I really like your videos and the kind of photos that you guys have. Do you have quite a big hand in the, that side of making an album, like how it looks and the press photos and stuff, or is that mostly the label? Uh, no, actually the label doesn't really do uh, much for that on that side of things, but they do let us do whatever we want, which is really nice. Um, and, uh, I mean, there there's one really nice girl at the label that I work with quite a bit on things <laughs> <laughs> that's sitting over there. Are you, talk- are, 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 are you talking about me? <laughs> nope. On. No, Come but <laughs> um, yeah, we... Jane, give yourself some credit. I, I do a lot of the, uh, most of the videos and uh, video stuff and worked with the, with Devin on the album artwork as well. Cool. Kind of did like a back and forth over a few months to get it to that point. That's great. Yeah, because the new video is this kind of crazy, amazing film where you've got like what they like celebrity impersonators to be celebrities like Michael Jackson and is it Madonna and someone else? Shania Twain and Prince. Yeah, <laughs> Shania Twain. I can't believe you can make a living out of being a Shania Twain impersonator. She's very popular. <laughs> really? Extremely popular in Canada, at least. Wow. Yeah. That's well. where she's from, and America. Oh. Like, if you go to a bar or the grocery store, she might be on. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that. She is great, though. I understand the popularity of it. How did you how did you find those people to be part of the video? Um, well, we had the idea when we were practicing, and we just thought it would be really funny. We actually wanted to have, like, four of each, like, five Michael Jackson impersonators and, like, four Shania Twain impersonators, so it would be even more, like, uncanny, but... There weren't that many people that did that professionally. Yeah. Um, there's a website called Gig Salad that's sort of <laughs> like an Airbnb for like uh, small time acting gigs. And 
like performers and like birthday party entertainers. <laughs> so we actually cast the video that way. Cool. Mm. And when they showed up, they all knew each other. Really? Yeah. yeah it's a tight, tight knit community. The impersonator. <laughs> They're all working scene. the circuit together. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like that. It's very nice. Um, I've obviously got you to pick out some records today from the shop floor, but I was wondering, in case anyone sort of doesn't know about you and they haven't heard your last album, um, which was 2014, was it released? I believe so, yeah. Picture You Staring, yeah, mm-hmm. it was an amazing album and, yeah, just super lovely and chilled and I guess I haven't heard much from the, the new album, but can you tell us a little bit about um, that and the process of recording it and what everyone's got in store for listening, I suppose? The old one or the new one? New one. I want to talk about the old one still. <laughs> um, you can, <laughs> later. Uh, we went to L.A. and rented a tacky mansion and set up the garage so we could jam every day. So we spent like eight or nine months just writing and recording a record. Wow. Very slick in a very casual environment. That sounds um, so fun. Yeah, there was like a three-tiered marble terrace in the back with a fountain at the top with the best view in all of Glendale, which is next to L.A., is this house like pink marble? It's the house that's in the music video. Oh my god! Because I had the one we were um, just speaking about. Uh, we had Meg Duffy Hand Habits in recently. I love her. And she was talking about this house in LA that is like a pink marble house. Is it the same one? Do bands live in there? Yeah. Oh my god! This house. We should do like a big magazine feature on this house. It seems like a lot of bands have a relationship with this place. You should. <laughs> I can. I can help somehow. Okay. <laughs> Fine. This is for a different conversation. But anyway, back to your album. Uh, yeah, so we made it there, and it's, like, pretty relaxed. We always produce and record all our records ourselves. And um, I feel like we tried to make... All the songs are pretty different, but t- I think Tops has a pretty distinct sound, kind of, like, softer and more experimental than most uh, music you might hear. What do you think, David? You keep talking. It's hard to describe your own music. Um but yeah, we kind of went for like a late '90s, like early 2000s, like R&B pop production meets like '70s, like uh, folk rock kind of spectacular <laughs> so <it's> combo. Like <laughs> <laughs> pretty trying to be trying to you know make something that hasn't been made before. Um, that's like really catchy, but also like soft and comforting. Yeah, that's what I kind of got from the last album. It's kind of like it's got elements of something like Mazzy Star, like very chill, dreamy, but also it's got the kind of like more pop beats in it. I think it's a great combo and it seems like you've nailed it. Mm. Thanks. Are you happy with how the album's turned out? Yes. Great. <laughs> I think it's a smash. Smash hit. Best one yet. <laughs> Are you already recording stuff for the next album? Yeah, one well, more just writing. Okay. Yeah, we have a really good concept for an album that we can't really Ooh, talk about yet. Fantastic. Okay, well, I'm very curious as to what you've brought here today. We normally do it with one artist, but there's two of you, obviously, well, there's the rest of the band as well, but um, two of you today, so I guess we'll just take it in turns. So maybe, Jane, if you'd like to go first, what have you got here? Okay, well, I guess I'm going to do a classic choice, Sade. Great. I have her best of vinyl here, which seems like it's a double LP. And I would love to buy it, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do buy too many records today. But I was going to play Like a Tattoo from it, because I've been listening to a lot of Sade in the bath. Oh, nice. Uh, at home. And uh, <laughs> As classic. <you> Sade <laughs> right? in the bath. <laughs> yeah. It's a good combo, let me tell you. But that song, I had like almost like a spiritual time. It's so, it's really minimal, and it's so beautiful, and then... 
the oh it's just like it's like this long story and it just like unfolds over time and i feel like it's one of her less known songs but i really discovered it in the past few months so i wanted to put that one in cool fantastic do you want to introduce the track like a radio host okay um so this is uh like a tattoo by Shade. the scar of age written all over my face the war is still raging inside of me I still feel the chill as I reveal my shame to you how very like a tattoo That was Like a Tattoo by Sade. Perfect bath listening there from Jane. Um, David, what would you like to present first for us? Uh, 
on the top of the pile this time is uh, the record Pieces of a Man by Gil Scott Heron. He's a master. Um, the song is uh, track four, Home is Where the Hatred Is. Because you got to kick it, quit it, over and over and over. He says at the end. It's really cool. I listened to this going to work a few years ago every day on the bus for like all of November and December. Really? Yeah, it was pretty good. The whole album, again, again, again. Well, like, you know, like it only took me, I never made it to the last two songs because that's how long it took to get to work. And I just started <laughs> again. I mean, I'm sure I heard them. I just don't remember. You think traveling is a good time to listen to music? Is yeah, that your favorite? Yeah, it's better than listening to people. <laughs> no, I mean, do you like listening to music, like sitting down at home or like when you're on a bus or in a car or walking yeah. along? I like to be driving uh, and pair it with a nice wine. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> wine at the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope no policemen are listening to this. It'll just give them some good ideas. <laughs> okay, do you want to introduce your favorite track from the album? Here we are with... Home is Where the Hatred Is by Gil Scott Heron. Whip it up. Thank you. 
Okay, so um, I actually was really excited to see this record because I've never seen it in real life. And um, I guess it was re-released by Music for Memory, which is like a crazy good uh, label that I just discovered in the past year or so. And it's uh, Dip in the Pool is the band. They're a duo from Japan. And they originally released this album, which is actually two tracks. Um, well, the same track, but they made a West version and an East version. So one with uh, English vocals incorporated oh, cool. and then another one that's just all in Japanese. And they originally released it as a VHS. Um, yeah, in 1989. And um, the on YouTube, you can look up the... They have the video and the song together. And they were like a pretty big influence, the the, the visuals from that uh, on the music videos that we did. They have oh. these kind of like color blocked, very like pop, like soft and like uh, kind of blown out, beautiful shots. And especially for this uh, video that I did for Further, uh, which is going to come out in a couple of weeks. Cool. Um, it was like a, a, a big inspiration. Plus, I just love her vocals and the production on it. And uh yeah, just some, one of my favorite songs that I've heard in, in the past while. That's great. I've never actually heard this, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Miyako Koda, also the, she's the vocalist of the band, and she has a solo record too that's really cool. And it, it's like very, very experimental and has some nice like poetry on it and stuff. Great. So listeners, if you're into this, maybe check her out afterwards. Can yes. you introduce the track, please? Okay, so we're going to listen to Dip in the Pool on Retina, the West version.
On Retina by Dip in the Pool. Nice. Okay, back to David. So we got uh, here this album, which is very influential to the sound of the band I'm in, Tops, Prefab Sprout. It's the album Steve McQueen. In America, it was called Two Wheels Good. Uh, and that was before Limp Bizkit came out with Roland, <laughs> uh, Urban Assault Vehicle. So uh, Fantastic. Know. When did you first come across Prefab Sprout? Uh, I'd say five years ago, maybe. What is it about them that you really like? Um, he's very schmaltzy, and I wish I could be schmaltzy. as schmaltzy as him. What's the definition of schmaltzy? <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, um, just how his demeanor and his like his unwillingness to not be a total cheese ball at all times, but also the music is very slick, slicker than slick Rick. Um. In terms of its like production and yeah, stuff. Yeah, production and like just like chordal and like harmonic content. Ooh, and like the arrange and the arrangements are very like pleasing. Uh the song Appetite, I don't know what song I like best. Okay, we're gonna go with When Love Breaks Down. You're listening to the song When Love Breaks Down by Prefab Sprout.
That was when love breaks down by Prefab Sprout. Hey, On to you, good. Jane. <laughs> okay, back to Jane. Okay, so I guess I'm going to talk about a Canadian classic now. Great, Joni Mitchell. Not just Shania Twain. Not just Shania Twain. <laughs> um, and I have this album, The Hissing of Summer Lawns, um, which I own. And has a really cool cover. It has like silver on the front. And then on the inside, there's a really sexy picture of Joni uh, swimming in a pool. Oh, I've never seen that. Before. Yeah, it's really that. nice of you. Well, I would open it up, but I already have a copy at home. So, but it's, uh, yeah, very sexy picture of Joni. And this record was made right after the uh, release of Moog synthesizers. So mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting because it's kind of in this weird place before Joni got too, too experimental but it incorporates Moog synthesizers, so there's there are a lot of experimental weird sounds that you don't really get with her earlier recordings. And my favorite song on it is probably the title track, The Hissing of Summer Lawns. Um, it has a really beautiful, really beautiful production, and it's kind of about kind of lamenting some sort of like sub- the suburban fantasy as being kind of a sad maybe thing. Uh, she's kind of... I guess she's critiquing a little bit of the like mainstream Canadian culture. Yeah. Which sure. is always a fine thing to do. <laughs> and I just love her so much. So I had to pick one of her records. That album is kind of the one that people, it's like a point of contention, isn't it, for Joni Mitchell fans? Because some people are like, no, and then others just think that's mm-hmm. her best because it is her kind of her, like departure, isn't it, into right. her new system also, yeah she gets pretty crazy she has an album that came out afterwards called dog eat dog oh yeah that's <laughs> that's nuts <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> but yeah dog eat dog not i feel like that's maybe when Joni gets a little out of my comfort zone yeah uh but for this record she's still i still really like it so this is the hissing of summer lawns by Joni mitchell Put her in a ranch out 
That was the hissing of summer lawns by Joni Mitchell. Very nice. Yep. We wanna we wanna do a little uh, shout out to a pal. She Devils are our pals from Montreal. They just put out a record. They rock. Great. Um, it's a it's a duet team. Uh, Kyle and Audrey. That's what you call a band, right? Duo duet yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're like a pair of figure skaters. Cool. Um, the song "The World Laughs" is what I'd like to hear. Anybody who doesn't know should know that this is a slick band, the She-Devils. True. 
says she devils. The world laughs. Very nice. Do you have any left? Uh, we have the reject pile. I have. Maybe now we'll just do one from your new record, if that's oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Um, which one do we want to play? Do we want to play Cloudy Skies? The one that starts right. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, let's do the the first track on the album. Cool. Um, well, before well before you do, I guess we'll kind of close out with the track. So, thanks for coming in. Great selections, and can't wait to see you play later. Thanks. It was very fun. <laughs> it's been you... fun so far. <laughs> we'll see how. Yeah. Well, what if no one turns up? That's always a fear. <laughs> Don't worry, they always do, especially for you guys. If you throw a party, I always have that fear. I know the worst is, and it gets like midnight yeah. and no one's arrived, and you're like, "Fuck." <laughs> the key to having fun is to go to other people's parties. Yes, that is a key to life. Late as well, turning up late to other people's yeah. parties. Also, you can make the chip bowls all like half em- empty, and then when people show up, you can just say that people were there earlier. Yeah, <laughs> make some mess. <laughs> yeah, just spill some, some cups beer around on the on the ground. <laughs> Use up all the loo rolls. There's no loo roll left, guys. Yeah. God. Yeah, That's exactly. Nuts. It was really crazy earlier. <laughs> you should have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Top tips for anyone having a party out there. Um, so thank you so much, and can't wait for the new album. And yeah, your last album was amazing too. So hopefully, you'll carry on making more albums in the future. Um, And please, can you introduce uh, the track off your new album? This final song is called Cloudy Skies, song by Jane. She wrote it for the band Tops. It it rocks. Thanks, David. It starts the album off, so if you're enticed and you like the price. Whip it. (laughs) (laughs) Whip it. (laughs) Okay, that's it. All right, cool.
Trade Radio. The Amazons. The Amazons. Available in store and online at roughtrade.com. Junk food for Elfo. Late nights to Calfo. Try kids to Lalfo. I can't forget ya. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.